This episode of Stories of an Extraordinary Industry is brought to you by Densdeck Roof Boards. To learn more, go to densdeck.com slash stop callbacks. Welcome to Stories of an Extraordinary Industry podcast, a production of NRCA. I am your host, Jared Ribble. This podcast is all about telling stories that would make you proud of the great things being done in the roofing industry, and we hope that you might learn something along the way. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you like what you hear, give the podcast a thumbs up and a rating on whatever platform you are listening. In season two, we told you the story of Joseph A. Piper and his extraordinary service leading the roofing industry through the tough times of the Great Depression. If you've been around, you've likely heard about the J.A. Piper Award given every year by the National Roofing Contractors Association. The J.A. Piper Award is the industry's most prestigious honor and recognizes roofing professionals who have devoted constant outstanding service to NRCA and the roofing industry. In Dallas, at the 2023 International Roofing Expo, the J.A. Piper Award was presented for the 76th time to the man you are about to meet. Interestingly enough, 73 years prior, the award was given to his grandfather. There is not a more literal description that saying he is walking in his grandfather's footsteps and continuing a legacy of greatness. Follow me down to Kansas City as we meet one of our industry's own multi-generational leaders whose family has left a prominent legacy on the roofing industry since the 1930s. Hi, I'm Bob Daly. I'm president and CEO, whatever other acronyms you want to add to it, of Call Roofing and Sheet Metal in uh, Kansas City, Kansas. The wall behind where Bob is speaking hangs his newly minted and shiny J.A. Piper Award. Fittingly, it is placed next to a portrait of his grandfather with his 73-year-old Piper Award. If you ever want to see a wall adorned with legacy, you should visit Call Roofing. Bob's grandfather, Tom, was president of NRCA in 1937 and 1938. When times were tough during the Great Depression, beyond membership dues, he put his own money up to help keep the association afloat, doubling down on his commitment to support the industry that serves his company. His grandsons and great-grandsons are continuing his legacy as they are coming up on celebrating 100 years at Caw Roofing in Kansas City. Like any family business, Bob was born into it, and a roadmap laid before him should he choose. But he took his own path, diverting from the roofing industry. So I went to college up at a small liberal arts college called Regis College up in Denver, Colorado. And... Um, when I was getting ready to graduate, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. I uh, majored in business administration, minor in economics, but then my, I didn't know whether I wanted to stay in Denver or what I was going to do. And then my dad took me out to dinner one night and asked me if I would come to work for the business, which was always kind of an option in the back of my mind. So uh, I came here and started officially 1980, I think, somewhere around that time. So yeah, I guess you could say I was born into it. While Bob had made the decision to come back and join the family business, he assumed he'd have some time to learn and get his feet wet. 
1986, my dad got cancer. And six months later, in early 1987, he died. He was 61 years old when that happened. And so I was kind of just thrown into it. I mean, thrown into just taking over and this and that. You know, I had to deal with the people he'd been dealing with. Well, okay, here we are. A couple now we got a couple kids that just are thrown into this. Now my grandfather was still alive, so he was still around to kind of mentor in that sense. But by that time, I think was eighty. He was eighty-seven years old at that point, so he was pretty well. He's pretty well retired. He actually, actually, last time he was in the office, he was eighty-three years old, but. Being the founder, you kind of hang out a little bit longer, I guess. So I just kind of took over and, you know, it was a deal where people would come in. The insurance guy came in and he said, well, we didn't have such a great year that year. He said, well, we don't know if anybody's going to want to bond you um, because nobody knows you. And this is a takeover after somebody's death. So it wasn't like you were really primed for this. And I said, okay. Then I had a banker that wanted to do something else. So I fired, I fired the insurance guy. I'm not fired. I just went to another guy that I knew that had been bothering about getting, getting secondary bonding and all that. And I said, I said, okay, here's your chance. Let's go for it. And I worked with him, not ever since, but for a long time after that. So I kind of formed my own group, I guess, is what I ended up doing. We just had to prove ourselves from that point forward. So when me and my brother, John, and my brother, Steve, who was involved at the time, um, we just joined forces and the rest is, we're still here. A late call to the draft left him spending time in the Navy and finishing college later than most of his peers. However, he was still only 35 when he took over as CEO after his father's passing. Shortly after this, Bob met his wife, and they would begin to raise their own boys into the roofing family. Hi, I'm Kelly Daly. I am Bob Daly's wife. Um, We have been married for 32 years. So we got married in 1991 and had our first baby in 92. So we have three boys. Only one of our sons is in the business now. They all roof through uh, college, just like Bob and his brothers did. That kind of gave them their quote-unquote fun money to get them through college. But they all are following in the um, daily footsteps as far as roofing through college. And then they did put a little bit of time in, you know, kind of when they were in between trying to figure out what they wanted to do. But the two older boys moved on and Sam stayed with Car Roofing and is there now. One of the things about family businesses is you have to make sure that those members are committed. I mean, really committed. It's because it's not a business, it's not the family's business, it's a business that happens to be run by family members. And you have to be able to make some drastic changes if necessary, but you have to make sure that the people involved are really, really committed. One person who has been by Bob's side from the beginning is his brother, John. Hi, I'm John Daly, uh, Vice President of Call Roofing and Sheet Metal Incorporated, celebrating our 100th year with my brother Bob and uh, the fourth generation. Started in 1923 and in our fourth generation and, and having fun. Having fun watching his kids and Bob's kids at this stage taking over the business. There were uh, three uh, three boys in the third generation, Bob, the oldest, uh, brother Steve, who uh, is Irish twin, 11 months younger than Bob, 
and I'm five years younger than Bob. Uh, Steve retired a few years ago, and uh, so it's just me and Bob as the uh, as the sole owners of the business, looking to transition to our fourth generation, my son and his son Sam. Uh, so we're really excited about that. We feel like we've finally entered into the 21st century with the help of our youth, and just having a blast. And we actually see things slow down for him and I. I'm not retiring, but, uh, and I don't know if he is or not either, but uh, we're having fun now, you know, with the fourth generation in there uh, giving us direction. Sounds kind of weird, but, uh, you know, it's just, just refreshing. Bob's youngest son, Sam, has remained at Car Roofing and has plans to be an instrumental part of carrying his great-grandfather's legacy for many years to come. My name is Sam Daly. I am the service manager at Call Roofing and Sheet Metal. I believe I'm going on eight years. I worked uh, in the field as a roofer, served my time for, oh, I worked on the cruise for five years and then in the uh, service department as a service technician for a year and a half and then kind of finally got the call up to the office. So I've been in the office now. This is my third or fourth year and I kind of manage our service department. Sam didn't have to meet his great-grandfather to feel the legacy of car roofing running through his veins. As he spoke to us for this interview, behind him was a photo of his great-grandfather, Tom, and the resemblance between the generations is obvious. And Sam has quite the connection to his grandfather that almost makes him feel like he was meant to walk in his grandfather's shoes. My great-grandfather, Thomas is my middle name, and we were born on the exact same day, November 4th. And so that alone, I just I thought, I was like, well, I guess it's almost meant to be teen summer going into my freshman year of college. It was kind of a, not necessarily a, a rite of passage that you uh, you had to spend your summer up on the roof and uh, learn, learn it the hard way. So as far as I knew at that point, I was just a, just another roofer and had had the last name of the, the family that owned the company. So I made sure that I just outworked every guy on the roof and, and you know, made it known that it wasn't just my last name that I'm that I'm up here. I can I can work hard too. It was clear Sam was ready to continue the family legacy from a higher position within the company. And of course today he is running the service department with great plans to continue the daily legacy. Bob Daly has lived a life of service, service to his family, passing on the legacy of his family business to his kids. But he also served the country and the U.S. Navy, and he served the roofing industry. For a decade, he served on NRCA's board of directors and then as NRCA's president in 2007, paving the way for bettering the roofing industry's environment and energy conservation and government relations. And with all that, he still found a way to serve locally on the board of the Association of Roofing Contractors of Greater Kansas City. With all that Bob has given, I think we all can agree Bob deserves to take some time and enjoy working with his kids on the family business. So Bob had made no plans to attend the 2023 International Roofing Expo in Dallas and was going to miss the surprise of his life. We will get to that story and more in a moment, but first. This episode is brought to you by Densdeck Roof Boards. Are your clients thinking about what their roof will look like in the future? 
building owners need your expertise when it comes to extending the life of their commercial roof. That's when you tell them about Densdeck roof boards with three solutions to fit various design intent. Our original gypsum cover board protects against foot traffic, weather events, and fire. It also has the strength needed to support future roof installs like solar panels and HVAC. Use Densdeck Prime Roof Board to enhance your roof's moisture resistance. And finally, protect your roof from extreme wind uplift and hail damage with Densdeck Storm X Prime Roof Board. They're FM classified for very severe hail in approved single-ply membrane assemblies. So, help your clients choose a resilient roofing system and make sure Densdeck roof boards don't get value engineered out of your next job. You'll strengthen your rooftops and your customer relationships. Visit densdeck.com slash stop callbacks for more information. Welcome back. We have been hearing the story of Bob Daly and his family's 100-year roofing legacy with Call Roofing in Kansas City. After all Bob has given to the roofing industry through the years, he slowed his volunteer work a bit to help the next generation in his family grow into their roles within the roofing company. He had no plans to attend IRE in Dallas, where a surprise of his life was waiting for him. Here again is Bob's wife, Kelly. But Bob was not like, he just kept saying, no, this is not a good time to go to convention. We're just coming out of winter at the company and really need to stay around here. And, you know, plus who wants to go to Dallas? You know, there's not much to do in Dallas. Let's wait till next year. And I just kept saying, you know, come on. We haven't been to convention in so long. We have so many friends that I'd like to reconnect with. It's an easy place to, you know. So I just, on and on and on and on, he kept saying, no, 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 no. And finally, on Valentine's Day, I gave him a Valentine's card, and I said, we're not doing gifts this year, but I do want you to know that we are going to Dallas. I've already bought the tickets, and it's a done deal. And he looked at me like, why in the world did you want to go to Dallas? But okay. So um, that's how I ended up getting him there. and gathering all the information and you know it was just a very emotional time because his grandfather was one of the first I think he was number three or four of the Piper Award uh, winners and um, you know the other part of the emotion that I had was had to step away from NRCA for a number of years just because the business had kind of taken a hit with the economy and the pandemic and all that kind of stuff so you know, we kind of had to pick and choose what we were able to do and win and all that stuff. So the fact that they still considered him worthy of receiving that award meant a ton to me. And then, you know, obviously him because of all those same reasons. Kelly's persistence paid off. Bob was truly surprised. He didn't know until halfway through the introductory presentation that he was the one who they were talking about. It's kind of like the star on top of the Christmas tree, the icing on the cake. It's just, you know, it just kind of completes you, I think, as as your contributions. But I never really thought of myself as giving so much that I was necessarily deserving of an award like that. But it is one of the highest awards there are. So my brother, who's always been involved with the MRCA, um, he got the Macaulay Award a couple of years ago. So it's kind of, and my grandfather got them both. So it's it's kind of a... I don't. I guess it's becoming a tradition. Let's put it that way. He said, "You know, I finally reached the not the apex or the pinnacle, but it was kind of like he'd accomplished everything in his career. Like this was the top, the the last 
thing that he would have ever dreamt of being able to accomplish or to get, you know, he's been so involved for so many years with so many different things, but this is one thing that was kind of missing from his, you know, resume. And like I said, we had to step away from it. So it was never even on his radar to receive this award. Here again is Bob's brother, John. You know, the Piper Award kind of just really wound up his his tenure if you want to call it that you know he just he felt like he was he was complete you know just with the business just gets more fun for him and i i I can't believe how excited bob is these days in the office especially after the piper award you know he he, it just felt like it was a culmination of a lot of hard work but uh, more of a commitment to the industry than anything else and that's what we feel like grandpa had and we can't have our business without the industry and if you don't take care of the industry then 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 you aren't helping yourself at all the daily family and car roofing are drenched in tradition from the first generation to the fourth they are carrying out a legacy dreamed up by tom so many years ago seeing bob win the piper award brought some real emotion and thanksgiving for john what I saw were the tears in his eyes. And it tears me up a little bit because I think it shows a lot of respect for for Grandpa and the industry. Um, people like Bob that are involved in the industry and want it to be better. And uh, hopefully it's a motivation for uh, his son and my son to do the same thing. And, and I, you know, that's the first thing I thought of. And it's what brought tears to my eyes that, at the ceremony was knowing, knowing that that grandpa all he ever wanted was this to be a family business and for us to be a part of the industry that has served us so well. And it and it just reminded me of that so much and how he, he Bob, brother Bob, just assumed that it's part of our role. It's part of our role as owners of a roofing business uh, to to be involved and 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 to respect the industry and and to uh, and to serve the industry, um, not take from it, give to it. And uh, the old saying, you can't take more away from something uh, than you can give back to it. That's what Grandpa said, and that's what we feel like we're doing. And I hope he sees that and and uh, knows that we're carrying on that that uh, tradition. I would have to say, if there was one thing that I've gotten out of doing all of this, it's the people, pure and simple. You can sit in so many presentations, you can sit in classes, you can go to conventions every year. It's the people you meet that make the difference to me, made the difference to me. Because I can sit here today and contact anybody in the continental United States and even in Europe. I can pick up the phone and talk to anybody like they're my best friend. I've gotten more information just from trading information with each other and things like that. Being around all the people that have been involved with this, with the NRCA and all in the, in the regionals as well. Um, I, it's that in and of itself is the learning experience that in and of itself is why you keep going back. I'm very thankful for NRCA, you know, for everything that NRCA stood for and the relationships that continue to this day. Car Roofing has a 100-year-old legacy to uphold and continue to fulfill. This is something Bob takes a lot of pride in. And for Bob, it's more than just earning a paycheck. My grandfather, if he taught us one thing, it's to do things right. 
we we use the name integrity in our kind of in our logo and that's really what it's what we've always been taught was do the right thing even when nobody's watching which is kind of the small definition for integrity but if you ask any consultant in kansas city or the area who probably one of the best contractors are in terms of quality we're probably if we're not first we're hopefully at least second been about growth to some extent obviously but it's been more about um maintaining the quality that we've been doing for 100 years that's been more important to us i think than volume Bob's son, Sam, has a vision for the future that even his namesake probably could never have dreamed would have happened a hundred years ago. I'd like to have, you know, my kids involved or at least one of them. How do how do you think about it other than I'm just going to continue this another hundred years? Um, I want to be the person that brings call to its its most successful years of its existence um, and expand and grow. And I'm still learning my dad and my uncle and, you know, they, they have so much knowledge that is in their heads that I just want to get out every day. You know, before I leave, I stop in John's office and one question might turn into an hour long conversation and it's like, okay, well, I didn't know any of that. And I'm glad I do now and pass it on to another generation and just build, build upon it. We don't, none of us know everything. And none of us ever will know everything. And getting around the people and getting ideas, um, making lifelong friends, it's, it's, there's nothing like it. Bob's relentless work sowing into his family's legacy and making the roofing industry better was never about winning awards. Bob, you deserve to be honored with the Piper Award, just like your grandfather. You deserve it because of who you are. Take it from someone who's been watching you his whole life. I will say one of the main things that I respect and appreciate about my dad is as long as many hours as he put in, you know, he was gone from 6 to 5 p.m. every day. But when he came home, he didn't bring work home with him. The amount of respect I have for him for he did the he did college. He fought in a war. He'd been a part of the entire industry, heavily involved in the relationships that he built. Uh, over the years just just from roofing you know is some of his lifelong friends and look forward to seeing what chris and i can do um together and uh survive and thrive i guess is a better word for it (laughs) thank you to everyone in the daily family for sharing your story with us bob john kelly and sam the roofing industry stands up and applauds you for all you have done and continue to do to elevate our industry. You are extraordinary roofers. We could not produce this podcast without the help of our sponsor, Densdeck. Go to densdeck.com slash stop callbacks to learn all about how Densdeck roof boards help protect against foot traffic, future installs, catastrophic weather events, and fire. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, you need to check out Growing America's Roofing Workforce with my friend John Espenshade. He and his guests help roofing companies attract and retain talent. Also, don't forget about Heidi Ellsworth and Roofing Road Trips. She is always sharing the latest news from the roofing industry. 
If you found this podcast valuable, share it with someone you know that needs to hear it, and don't forget to give it a rating in whatever podcast platform you are listening. This episode was written and produced by Crystal Ribble and Advantage Music Production for the National Roofing Contractors Association. I am your host, Jared Ribble, and as always, be well, be safe, and be proud of this great industry. Thank you.